Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome everybody back to another episode of the podcast. I just posted on Instagram that I woke up and I chose trouble today. You know, just as a little funny aside before we get started with today's episode, and I am going to lay some ground rules for today's episode because inevitably when I do these ones, I tend to get pissed off DMs. So... (laughs) When I was younger, it's really funny, I joke with some people in my network, fourth line, that I can't get away with nearly half of what they call out and what they see in the online space because my mouth always gets me in trouble. (laughs) Thank God I have a fourth line, not a fifth line. I feel like if I had a fifth line with my mouth, I don't know how that would go, to be quite honest. But the fourth line (laughs) provides a little bit of that warm, bubbly aura to the ass kickery that I deliver. And if you know me, and I think this is really important to say before we get started, if you know me, it's always coming from a place of love and wanting and desiring and being in devotion to the highest good of all. I don't call out anything. I don't speak on controversial topics to cause a fuss. In fact, you know, I have an undefined solar plexus. I'm not a big fan of confrontation. (laughs) I'll deal with it. But I'm not a big fan of confrontation, so I don't do it to be confrontational. I don't do it to piss people off, and I certainly don't do it to point at someone and say, that person is doing it wrong. I actually don't even look at human design information that's available on the interwebs these days because it just is such a minefield for bullshit and fuckery that I tune it out. (laughs) I don't follow anyone that teaches human design unless they're a client of mine. There's just so much incorrect information. So usually how I find out about the fuckery that's happening is clients that come to me or people that end up in my DMs talking about their experiences and then my experience helping them decondition from their human design experience that was incorrect in the first place and led them further off path and more into the not self. So I speak on these things not to say, well, I know it all and I am your guru and I am your authority and fuck everyone else. I'm bringing this information for you to filter through your strategy and authority and decide what is best for you. I mean, at the end of the day, if you believe in specific manifestation versus non-specific manifestation, you do you, boo, and you can run with that. My issue is it's not actually a human design concept. So that's the first thing I want to say, you know, from the time I was little, I was always told my mouth would get me in trouble. I'm pretty blunt. That's why I always joke. It is alignment and ass kickery when you're with me. I'm pretty blunt. I deliver things as they are. I usually have a deadpan face as I deliver it. You know, my face doesn't lie. And it is what it is. But it's always coming from a place of pure, deep love. 
pure deep love. So I think that's the first thing we need to know before we get into this episode that I'm not saying this person is wrong. There's no one in my mind, truly no one in my mind. And this happens and is such a viral concept now. I couldn't even point one person out if I tried. And two, if you don't agree with this, you don't have to DM me and tell me you don't agree with it. (laughs) First of all, I am primarily individual and collective circuitry, so I am sharing my expertise with you. It's not collaborative of the support of tribal circuitry. And two, again, you can believe what you desire. It really doesn't impact me in the sense of trying to pull, drag, or convince people. It's really not who I'm here for. I'm here for those that specifically in regards to this topic in general, have heard these concepts or been in communities where they're hearing these concepts and gaslighting's happening where they're being told that their manifestations aren't coming true or their business isn't changing or their life isn't changing because they're not quote unquote manifesting correctly through their human design. I'm here for those that have heard these concepts and it doesn't sit right in their body, but they think to be a good little manifester, and I don't mean in regards to like manifest or the type, but manifestation in general, I have to do this so that I can get this. That's who I'm here for. Or for people new to the human design system and they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about and they just want to learn. Those are who I am here for. I teach high level human design consultation and business coaching services and I teach the science of differentiation. Ross said, I have never changed the information as it was delivered to me. And he was speaking in regards to the types. So he was saying, there's only four types. There's manifestors, generators, projectors, and reflectors. There are four types. And he said, I've never changed the information as it has been delivered to me. He said, I understand. Basically, he didn't say the fuckery, but I feel like now he would. The fuckery that's going on on how people are changing it, but I have never changed it. And that is what I am in devotion to. And that's what I'm committed to. I continually up-level my information so I can serve my clients at the highest level, and I up-level my information at the official schools. Now, something I want to mention here is, do I believe you have to spend the rest of your life learning at the official schools? No, I don't necessarily believe that. And at least learn from someone that has learned from the official schools or has learned from someone who learned from the official schools. Not someone that picked up a book or had a foundation call or read Sally's blog and is now teaching human design. And another thing I'm seeing in the online space is someone teaching themselves human design, then creating a certification and certifying people who are then creating certifications in their own way and their own interpretation of human design. And I think where I lose the ability to support that and coming up with wealth codes from human design and all this other shit that's not actually the human design system is what you're saying, and this is okay, but what you're saying is you have your own system. Well, why are you selling yourself short and calling it human design then? Why are you giving away your power and not owning the fact you're downloading your own fucking system? Like you're giving your power away saying, well, my system's not good enough, so I have to label it human design and it's a bunch of bullshit. And that's my opinion. You don't have to agree with me and that's fine. A lot of people don't agree with me and that's the beauty of life. We're all able to disagree. So what I teach is the science of differentiation. What I teach is human design. So what we are about to get into with this episode is not my interpretation of it. It's not what I think. It's not what I read on someone's blog. This is from studying for over three years now at the official schools, 
speaking with Raw's personal students in regards to this topic and bringing you even Raw's words. So I'm going to have a lot of Raw's own quotes within this. So without further ado, I've rambled enough. Let's just get started in this episode. So what we are talking about today is specific versus non-specific manifestation. So this was brought to me, I'd say, maybe a year ago now where a client had asked and I was like, I have never fucking heard of that. And it has nothing to do with human design. In all of my professional studies and in all of my conversation with Raw's students, like actual students where they were mentored privately by Raw, this concept never came up. In fact, it isn't a human design concept at all. And while it may seem harmless enough, right? You might be like, well, actually, just let people believe this. What's the problem? Well, the problem is it actually is a complete opposite of the foundational principle of human design. It literally goes against the foundational principles of human design, which is passenger consciousness, which is not allowing the mind to make decisions for you, which is the opposite of this versus that. It goes against everything that is human design. So that is the problem. And on top of that, it's a problem because a lot of people are getting stuck in their business, are creating more resistance in their business, are being gaslit around this and being told basically your business isn't growing how you desire or manifestations aren't coming true for you because you're not following your specific versus non-specific manifestation. And how do I know this? People tell me in my DMs. So look, if you want to believe it, like I said previously in the intro, I'm not here to argue. I'm not here to convince. I'm not here to drag you along. So it's your personal sovereignty to believe what you want. Now, in that same vein, it doesn't make specific versus non-specific manifestation true. You're allowed to believe that it is, but it doesn't make it true. It's as if you're arguing with me that one plus one equals two, right? And we could argue again that, well, this is why it works for me or this is why I think that it works. And what I've said is so many people that end up in my coaching containers or end up in my DMs, especially when I get a lot of pushback about manifesting generators not being hybrids, as I say, before you start to change the system, why don't you actually experiment with your design? Why don't you actually experiment with the mechanics of your design? Why don't you give it an actual chance where you operate as passenger consciousness and then we can talk, then we can discuss and have an actual conversation over if this worked better for you or if it led you more off path. And I'm telling you, Every time I've said that to someone, they've come back to me or they're in a program of mine and it clicks one day that switch flips. They're like, holy shit, you were right all along. And I'm not saying this to be right. I'm not saying this to say, well, I'm better than so-and-so. That's not the point at all. The point of this is to, to hold you into your highest essence, to allow you to rise up from within, to allow you to live your design, to know That momentum and power is safe here because the momentum and power of you surrendering to your design, the momentum and power that is created from you being passenger consciousness is held in the bones and the sovereignty of your design. So there's no need to try and manifest X, Y, and Z. There's no reason for that vision board because it has nothing to do with human design and it has nothing to do with the true point of human design, which is passenger consciousness. 
So like I said, I'm all for people making their own systems. I personally love Gene Keys. I did not at first. <laughs> I did not at first, but I do love Gene Keys, which is Richard Rudd's view on essentially human design and the Chinese I Ching. So he was a student of Ra Uruhu's and he became really fascinated with the incarnation cross. So I study with Richard Rudd as well, and I'm certified in Gene Keys as well. And he tells a story that he was really fascinated with the incarnation cross. And he literally asked Ra Ruhu, the founder, the person that transmitted the human design system, for permission to create Gene Keys. For permission to create Gene Keys. So Richard Rudd kind of went off on his own and started creating the jinkies and he's still downloading more in regards to it. Um, you know, I hear people say that jinkies is the evolution of human design or, or and, and that's all this and that. I really don't operate in a that kind of paradigm. They have different transmissions. They have different frequencies. Neither one is good nor bad. Neither one is a higher expression or a lower expression. They are simply what they are, both of them, and they're both beautiful systems. I find Gene Keys is beautiful for contemplating, contemplating shadows, contemplating the gifts within the shadow, contemplating life's work and, and purpose and et cetera, et cetera. And human design really does set us up for being able to go into that within our sovereignty and to go into that through strategy and authority because even when you're in these systems, and this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but even when you are in these systems, they're tools. They're tools. They are not the way. They are not your authority. They are tools of illumination. They are tools of remembering. You know, I was making a joke with a one-on-one -on -one client the other day who's brand new to me. And I said, and she worked with a previous human design mentor and she was just so entrapped. She couldn't do anything without consulting her body graph. Like it was just that's what she had to do. Human design became her authority, similar to how specific versus non-specific manifestation is now becoming people's authority. Like, oh, you're not getting what you want. Well, you suck because you're not being specific enough, right? That's basically what's happening. So she came to me and we had our first call and I said, you know, the first core foundational foundational principle when you work with me is we learn these systems to unlearn them to transcend them that is the foundational principle if you're not okay with that this isn't the place for you and I said the second thing is I see human design and gene keys as the coffee I have in the morning I'm already a fucking badass I already know I'm going to slay the day I already know that what's brought to me is meant for me and my sacral will have the energy to say yes to what is correct for me I already know that everything is operating as it's meant to in my life and yet the coffee that I drink so you can't take away my coffee is that extra like juice to my day it is that extra like hairspray to my hair it's the peanut butter to my jelly not because I need it but it's just that extra illumination that like je ne sais quoi that is a an illumination a light within my day a light within my journey a lantern on my path and so I use that example of human design being like the coffee I already know I'm a badass I don't need coffee in the morning I choose it I consciously choose it because I like it. It gives me a little bit of a zhuzh. It gives me a little bit of a pep in my step. And that's what human design is meant to be. It's not meant to be our authority. Uh, now that we've gotten off topic talking about peanut butter and jam and coffee, let's get back to what I was saying. So those that are, or going back a little bit more than that, I hold deep respect for those that channel and bring through their own systems. 
I have many clients that are channeling and bringing through their own energy healing systems or galactic transmissions in regards to ascension tools, sacred geometry, et cetera, et cetera. I have so many clients that work within that. I hold such great reverence and deep respect for those trailblazers and revolutionaries that are like, actually, you know what? I'm bringing through my own system and human design has illuminated those aspects of self that I can amplify to bring through my own system. I don't respect those that are changing human design as it's a completely different system, arguing that, well, it should mutate anyway because times change and still calling it human design. That is where it doesn't feel good to me. Human design is human design. It was transmitted by Ra. Unfortunately, Ra is no longer with us. If there's a new system that that you are pulling through or someone is pulling through that, yeah, sure, maybe was originally through nuggets that you saw in patterns of human design or nuggets you saw in patterns of the Chinese I Ching, which is really what people are doing, right? It's the Chinese I Ching that they're pulling through those patterns from. Create your own system. It's no longer human design. And, you know, this is just being the observer. A part of me often wonders when I see this happening of like, well, are you just piggybacking off the name of human design because it's popular? And that just doesn't feel good for me. It just doesn't feel good for me. And, you know, it's my right to have that opinion. Someone else's right to disagree with me. But the human design system was transmitted by Ra Uruhu. It is the science of differentiation. So, when we're looking at people talking about specific versus non-specific manifestation, this next statement that I'm going to say is likely going to piss a lot of people off that talk about this. But if you hear someone speaking about specific versus non-specific manifestation, this is a surefire way to notice if someone actually understands the mechanics of human design in the body graph or not. And I would go as far to argue that the popularity of the human design system has created a lot of people that don't understand the mechanics that are therefore teaching it. And I've had this discussion with other human design experts in the online space who have dedicated themselves to learning it. And what they're seeing in their own coaching practice is people having a human design foundational call or taking their program in regards to human design and then going off and being a human design expert. And that's what we're seeing happening over and over again. All right, so let's dig in a little bit deeper here. We're just going to keep, I have my coffee here. We're just going to keep going deeper and deeper into really what's happening. So those promoting the specific or non-specific manifestor or manifestation concept, they, from what I'm being told and from my own research, because when I kept hearing this come up from clients, I of course looked into it. What's happening is they are using the personality nodes variables, so if you're looking at your human design body graph, what they're doing, and if you're here, you've probably, I'm assuming someone's told you about this and that's why you're curious in this episode, but what they're doing is taking the per personality nodes, so south node, your past, north node, your future, and they're turning it into specific versus non-specific. So if you're looking at your body graph, it's the bottom arrow on the right side, so on the black side on the personality side, okay? What they're saying is left is specific and right is non-specific. So there's also some people referring to this approach as abstract versus general. And I have noticed that some go on to give examples where in order to manifest, specific, manif 
manifestors should make lists of very specific or detailed wants, you know, like a red convertible or a black horse that has X, Y, and Z bloodlines or a $50,000 launch with da, 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 da. You get what I'm saying, right? Like be very, very, very specific about what you want. And if you're not very specific, well, get more specific because you must be the one that's fucking it up. And the non-specific manifestation should make general lists or those with more of a range of desires. Like I would like to manifest my soulmate in the next year. That's obviously very different than I would like to manifest a 6'2 soulmate, twin flame with blonde hair and blue eyes and really athletic build and plays soccer, also plays guitar, is totally into astrology and human design and spirituality. So I can talk to that about that with him. And, you know, just has this really cute smile with dimples and you, you get what I'm saying, right? And like drives a blue Mercedes or whatever. But you get what I'm saying. There's that difference, like soulmate versus what I just described. So what is this variable actually about? Like, let's actually talk the mechanics for a minute. This is about perspective. That's it. That's it. That's it. Episode done. No, I'm just kidding. Manifestation is the throat center, my friends. It is not the variables. This variable is about perspective. And this isn't my opinion. And this isn't me being a mean girl, calling people out and not letting them have nice things in this world. It's just the cold, hard facts. The underlying tone of the personality node, so the triangle to the right of the nodes, fixes the individual's perspective into either a focused which is left or peripheral right view of their environment. So we're moving into more rightness, especially as we get into 2027. So right here, what you've probably noticed is specific versus non-specific manifestation right off the bat does not take into account tone. In fact, I can probably guarantee those that are teaching specific versus non-specific, specific, oh my goodness, this is a mouthful, manifestation don't even know what tone and color is. So the underlying tone of the personality nodes, so depending on the software you have, it'll look like a little triangle, fixes the individual's perspective into either a left or right view of their environment. So the first thing we need to know is you must be in the correct environment, which is the design nodes, to see what is correct for you. Okay, so this is another way that we can right off the bat say that specific versus non-specific is not correct. Okay, what that means is when we're looking at your body graph, the other variable we have to keep in mind before we even look at perspective is environment. So that is the design, the red nodes. So the bottom area on the left. You must be in the correct environment first. So for example, caves or kitchens or markets, you must be in the correct environment with the correct perspective over there to then have the correct perspective in regards to the mind. So the personality side perspective, that's the mind. So you must first be in the correct environment to be able to see the right things, right? Like if you go to a beach in Ontario, Canada to see giraffes, I mean, it's just not going to happen. I mean, if you go to African lion safari, but you get what I mean, right? You wouldn't go to the Amazon rainforest to see polar bears. 
it's just you will not see what's correct in the wrong environment. And that is what Ra is saying here. You must first be in the correct environment to then have your correct perspective and see what is correct for you. And so environment is design nodes, left side red. Perspective, which is the variable that everyone, not everyone, but a viral piece of the internet is saying is specific versus non-specific manifestation. That's on the right side. So that is the bottom arrow on the black side. So when we're looking at this and pulling back the layers, when you are in the correct environment, your mind <laughs> can then see what is correct for it. And this isn't about getting caught up in the personality's trip of this or that. And it's also not getting up, getting caught up in the personality's trip of, okay, well, this isn't the environment I need to be in so that I can see this so that I can manifest a million dollar business. That's all. That's the mind. That's the personality's trip. What we're meant to do is simply experience life like a movie. It is just here to be experienced. Now, this isn't to say that you can't manifest power, purpose, and prosperity. It's not saying that you now can't live an abundant, prosperous, wealthy life and have massive impact and income. Again, that's the mind. The mind is this or that. The mind wants to say, well, if I surrender, then I can't have what I want. Well, what I always say, and you guys know this from being in my community, I could have never in a million years manifested the life I have. I could have never in a million years consciously created the life I have. I couldn't have done it because to me, it would have been absurd. I would have told people they were nuts. I mean, to me, it was a dream and my conscious mind could comprehend having one horse, but being able to afford four and being able to afford a medically needy dog that's up to... About, I think we're at $55,000, $60,000 in vet bills in 2021. I would have never in a million years guessed. I would have never in a million years. The life that I'm living is the life I would be living. And are there certain aspects I wouldn't have guessed because it looks different? Yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing when we actually surrender and we experience life and we allow our mind to release the personality's trip and we release the mind from making decisions of this versus that, or this is what I need to do, we open ourselves up to what is actually meant for us. So what ends up happening, for example, as a little off track here, if you get really fixated, and I'm not saying don't make goals. That's a different episode. We're not really talking about here. And I'm not saying don't have structure in your business. Again, another episode. There's, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, a way to do that in a way that is in embodiment of your design. But what ends up happening for so many people is they create these vision boards. They get really fixated on these vision boards. They get really fixated on what their life should look like or needs to look like. And they're missing that which, for example, the world is bringing you to respond to that may look different than your vision board, but actually knocks over the dominoes to a life wilder than your dreams, right? Or the projector might start rejecting invitations because those invitations are appear to be leading to things that aren't on the vision board. And yet those doorways and vortexes that open from those invitations, when you're open to them and you increase your perspective and you increase your pers your perspective in the environment and potentiality within the environment, that knocks over the domino again to a life wilder than your dreams. But so many people get so fixated and they close their perception. They become more matter- <clears throat> more physical matter, 3D matter than wave, than quantum, 
And then they wonder why their life isn't working. It's like, well, because you're so fucking fixated on the specific versus non-specific manifestation, you are literally missing what the world is bringing you. You are literally missing manifestors, the inspiration meant for you. You are literally missing projectors, the invitations that will bring something even more beautiful than that. You're literally missing the things that will trigger you into your process reflectors because we know the reflectors process does not begin with a decision that will lead you to a life wilder than your dreams. So this aspect of variable is all about the particular perspective we are designed to have and what we are here to see in our environment. It is basically indicating whether the person is designed to focus on specific things in their environment or hold a wider view, taking everything in as they see the world. Now, what I want to say also is this is wildly simplified. The variables are highly, highly complex, require you to understand color and tone and how the energetics of the whole body graph work together. We can't just extract one piece and say, this is how you're meant to live your design. So this is very much overly simplified. And if you're looking to learn more in regards to that, the Human Design Coaching Academy will be going into variables from facts, not fuckery in 2022. And enrollment is open now for that. And I'll talk a little bit about that at the end. So this aspect of the variable is simply your mind's perspective on the environment. Nowhere in anything Ross said suggests that nodal tone has anything to do with one's auric type or manifesting, creating potential. And further, the nodes are actually in opposition to each other. And again, this is a little bit higher level information. I'm not going to be breaking it down here. Or this would be an eight hour episode. Um, I just want to present you with like the facts, not fuckery on why it's not correct. So that you can breathe, surrender a little bit more and start to live your design. So you're actually, when we understand how the nodes work, when we understand how tone and color works, you're actually going to have 32 basic ways in which we're imprinted to see within our unique framework. And even from there, each and every one of us still has an even deeper, unique quality of perspective that is underneath that. So that is we see in the color and we see in the tone. So there are 32 ways in which you see your environment. So can you can you see <laughs> how just saying specific versus non-specific is it's incorrect. I mean, the reality is it's incorrect. Further, to have a manifestation style means that you are you have not inherently surrendered to your form. To have a manifestation style, I'm going to say that again, to have a manifestation style means that you have inherently not surrendered to your form. Ross said, awareness becomes natural because there's no agenda. The moment your mind has to make a decision for you is the moment you have an agenda. You've got a reason. You're making things up. You're going to get stuck with all of that stuff. And in the end, it comes back and it bites you. Every time the mind is in control of your life is when you are no longer a passenger. You are just caught up in the mess. That's really important. Because specific versus non-specific manifestation is giving power to the mind. Okay, mind. Come up with specific manifestations. Okay, mind, come up with non-specific manifestations. So I hope you're starting to see as we pull back here how specific manifestation and non-specific manifestation actually does not hold up in the human design system. Raw also said in regards to perspective, the moment that you're a passenger, you're not doing anything. People always say to me, 
oh, Ra, you've done such a terrific job. And I look at them like they're nuts. And it's not some false modesty. It's the reality. I didn't do anything. The doing got done. This thing does what it does. And all I can do is experience what it's doing. And if it fucks up, I experience that. And if it doesn't, I experience that. And it's not like I can take credit for it because I can't take credit for this mechanism that I happen to be imprinted with. There's nothing I can do about it. All I can do is watch the movie. And more from Raw about perspective. He says, the first thing to grasp about, about what it is to be yourself is that you don't have to see what other people see. Now that may seem simple, but it's actually really profound. You don't have to see what other people see. Nobody can force you to see what you're not here to see. And yet, most human beings are constantly being conditioned to see the way other people see. But by design, we're all given a unique way in which we're here to look at the world. Again, this is all speaking directly to the perspective variable, which people in the online space call specific versus non-specific manifestation, which again, as you can see, as we pull back the layers here, it's simply not true. And when we're looking at specific versus non-specific manifestation, it completely bypasses and ignores what is actually, and I've said this a couple times already, what is actually going on in color and tone. So these will, again, be modules in the Human Design Coaching Academy in 2022. And it also completely misses something called transference. Now, that is going to be safe for the Human Design Coaching Academy because, again, even speaking on transference would be, we'd be here for a while. The point is it is missing literally the foundational pieces of perspective. It is bypassing how complex and multi-layered that variable actually is. So you see perspective is all about the mind and the unique way that you are meant to see the world. Ra also said this is about seeing how the way in which your life unfolds is a very natural thing that does not require your control. I'm going to say that again, and I want you to write this down. You guys know if there's something golden, I want you to write it down. This is about seeing how the way in which your life unfolds is a very natural thing that do does not require your control. Does not require your control. And very often those, and this is going to be a future podcast episode, those that value control... And manifestation is control. I can control my environment. I can control my manifestations. I can control my destiny. I can control my money. I can control what happens to me. Those that value control as a basic human need. I mean, we're going to like basic level psychology. My degrees in psychology. That's basic psychology. The six fundamental human needs that we essentially subconsciously stack as which one's most important. Those that value control tend to have a really fucking hard time actually living their design. Because when you live your design, the basic human need that it is anchored in is uncertainty. When you live your design, the basic human need that it is anchored in is uncertainty. So if you are valuing control and trying to control your environment, trying to control your manifestation, trying to control da 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 you're actually not passenger consciousness. You're actually not surrendered. And human design fundamentally is asking us to value uncertainty as our highest basic human need. Because 
it is uncertain. You don't know what inspiration is going to come to you for a manifester. You don't know the invitation that's going to be correct for you as a projector. You don't know that thing that's going to come to you as a generator and it's a yes. You don't know what's going to trigger you into your process that becomes a yes for a reflector. You don't know. You have no control over that. You have no control over that. So you will have a very difficult time living your design if what you what you value most as a basic human need is control and if you are approaching human design from pop culture manifestation of I can control my environment I can control my world and can people create from there yeah absolutely absolutely they can create from force and pushing against the quantum, pushing against the flow of totality, pushing against their very nature. Absolutely, you can create from there. And not only myself have I seen multiple six-figure and seven-figure earners come to me being like, I want to burn my business down because I've been pushing and forcing it and, and trying to control my reality, control my manifestations, control, 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 and I'm just fucking exhausted. But I've been at circles with other mentors that work with multiple six-figure, seven-figure, multiple seven-figure earners who are seeing this same thing happen over and over and over and over again. It's my true belief that the closer we get to 2027 and the, you know, quote-unquote veil thins and we are evolving right now. Our solar plexus is evolving, especially gate 55, which is abundance as a matter of spirit. I truly believe as that evolves, this sense of control and working against totality, working against nature is going to become harder and harder and harder to do for those that are soul led. And I think it's going to become more draining and people are going to start hating their businesses more that have built it on those principles. So while it's fashionable, and I think this is where a lot of this specific versus non-specific manifestation comes from, is people trying to jump on trends and go viral and create clicks and create shares and create content that gets attention. Because while it's fashionable these days to talk about manifesting your dream life, there's literally nothing about that in the human design system, like nothing that supports this in the context of the personality nodes. The only time Ra talks about manifestation is the throat. That's a manifestation center. And he does talk about profit potential. I'm really excited because I'm finally at a stage in my education where I could, I tried to bypass the system and take profit potential last semester and it didn't work. But there is, there is a way, and I already talk about with you guys selling through your openness, there's certainly a way to work with your energy to increase profit potential, to uh, magnetize those that are meant to work with you a hundred percent, but it's not in the way you think it's not in the manifestation, manifesting your dream life way you think. And it's also not through the context of the personality nodes. So in human design, manifesting is a question of energetics or mechanics. It has nothing to do with the personality nodes. So when we're talking about the mechanics, I'm going to talk about very briefly to just give more context for you guys. That is whether one of the body's motors, so the sacral, ego, solar plexus, or root, can bring its energy directly to the throat center, which represents action, communication, metamorphosis. In the body graph, energy is always trying to move from the head to the throat for expression and the root to the throat for expression. So manifestation is a question of energetics and mechanics. It's whether one of the body's motors can bring its energy directly to the throat center. It requires energy to bring something into form or to have an impact on the world. 
simply thinking about or wanting something is not enough if you're actually using the human design system. And that's the reality. Human, the human design system actually goes against a lot of what you believe you are currently believing to be true. Even if you're new to human design, when you get to the depths of it, it challenges everything about your perception of reality. Let me tell you. So approximately eight to 10% of the population are manifestors in human design. They have a motor connected to the throat by at least one channel in their design. So Therefore, 88 to 90% of the population does not have that definition and they're designed to manifest under certain more or less external conditions and circumstances. Now, I say that hesitantly because I don't want anyone to think, well, now I'm waiting for external conditions or I'm a victim to my environment, which you're not. We're always in someone else's aura. So it's not that you're ever really literally waiting. But just to bring context to that, generators can bring things into form in response and when the actual conditions of their life support it. So when there is an energetic connection to the throat by an auric interaction or planetary transit. So even that, right, it can be a planetary transit that day. Projectors can manifest in a similar way in the context of relationships when the available energy and conditions support it. And reflectors can bring things into form through time and connection with others in the larger planetary program. And another thing to keep in mind with generators is, you know, and I, you know, I get it, guys. I I get it. Trust me. I get it. Especially when I first heard about Gene Keys and started listening to some of Richard's Red stuff and it really challenged everything I had been taught previously about money and the quantum field and everything. I really had like a visceral, like, this is fucking bullshit from the mind, like visceral from the mind, not from my inner authority. Cause I was like, this is bullshit. Like I can create whatever reality I want. I'm here to make lots of money and blah, 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 blah. But it's really important to note that generators are not here to work for money, attention or recognition. The generator energy is designed to work for the love of the work. Do what you love and love what you do. Money is simply a byproduct. And of course, The more that you love your work and you're excited about your work and you're satisfied about your work, of course, the more money as a byproduct will be created in your life. But it's not I do this for that. It's I do this because I just fucking love the work and I can't stop talking about it. And that's me with human design. A sacral authority, really, when we're looking at it, will tell you when you have the energy for it and whether it's actually correct for you or not to engage in an activity. The sacral is all about availability, available energy. Those with emotional authorities can come to clarity on the truth of whether an experience is correct for them and the desire for it persists, right, through your emotional wave. Projectors are here to experience true success through being welcomed for their presence, expertise, and awareness rather than how much they can produce, perform, or imitate conditioned versions of getting attention or being successful. I'm going to say that again because that's going to be a breakthrough for someone. Projectors are here to experience true success through being welcomed for their presence, expertise, and awareness rather than how much they can produce, perform, or imitate conditioned versions of getting attention or being successful. So I do see this a lot and many newcomers to human design, they envy the manifester or they wish they were a manifester because they want to have that capacity to initiate and be this like quote unquote visionary. 
But again, this is another misunderstanding of the human design system. And I do think this is maybe where the specific versus manifest specific manifestation versus non-specific manifestation also was born from is this like, don't worry, you can all manifest like a manifester. And why, why do you want to be another design? First of all, you're perfect as you are. You were designed specifically for what you're meant to be, do, have, and see in this life. Like, why do we, why are we trying to be manifestors? I'd like to know. I would actually like to know. Why are we trying to be manifestors? I posted on Instagram. So if you're listening on the podcast and you are not following me on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve, I posted yesterday an amazing post of Ross saying generators are God's gifts. He said, the moment that you transform the generator from a slave to a builder, what can be accomplished is unknown. They establish the pattern. They are the future. So why is everyone trying to be a manifester? And the manifestors are trying to be like everyone else. It's just a bunch of fuckery. So, but this is again, another misunderstanding of the human design system. It's a misconception that manifestors can create whatever they want, whenever they want, which is not true. Even for manifestors, initiation is designed to emerge through the body's impulses. So I think right now the problem is it is generally like revered and modern culture to be this like self-made go-getter, make it happen, have a vision and create it, which I want you to just pause for a second, right? Because if we believe in human design and we believe that we're not designed to be go-getters and just force and make things happen and create from the mind, why are we buying into specific versus non-specific manifestation? Because specific versus non-specific manifestation is saying, create this vision, either specifically or non-specifically, and make it happen. So I really just want you to breathe that in. Because you don't have to believe a fucking word I say. Like I said, I'm not here. I don't have the energy. Back in the day, Two years ago, if you met me two years ago, I would have had the energy. I would have cared a little bit more to drag and force and bring people over to like the correct way of understanding human design. Now I don't care. For those who it's meant for and for those who, you know, are ready to receive what's meant to be received with the human design system, it will land for them. And, you know, I'm here for those people. Um, Ross said there's a lot of people... There's black magicians wearing white hats. There's a lot of black magicians wearing white hats. And what he meant in regards to that in the human design system, and this was from speaking directly with one of his closest students, was that there's a lot of people teaching human design that really don't know what the fuck they're talking about, um, but they're pretending to wear that white hat, right, and come in good faith. And maybe in their heart of hearts, they do believe they're coming in good faith. I, I want to believe that. I want to believe that people generally operate from a place of good and not from a place of manipulation, And I'm here for those that are ready to hear this. I'm not here to convince you, right? So what we're really saying with specific versus non-specific manifestation is from the mind, create a vision, either specifically or non-specifically, and go make it happen. Patience, interdependence, and trust in nature, which is human design, being one with totality, moving with totality, really contradicts that popular notion that we can do and have whatever we want. And a lot of people won't get to this place. And I work with a lot of high-level entrepreneurs that are creating multiple six-figure, seven-figure brands in the online space, and they get to this place. They get to the void. This is essentially the void. When it's like, I've created this massive business, 
And holy fuck, I just realized I'm moving against totality. I just realized that it's so much harder than it needs to be. I just realized that I have been trying to go and make it happen and I'm exhausted and I want off the hamster wheel. So our societal perception of what success is does not mean that someone's necessarily working in their flow, in the flow, right? So again, this is going against human design and for that matter, gene keys. It's not about what your mind thinks you can do. It doesn't, it's not about what your mind thinks it needs to have. It is not about what your mind thinks it wants. Your mind can think about things. Thinking isn't bad. Use your energy to think about what matters though, not about stressing over specific versus non-specific manifestations. It doesn't matter anyway. So in, you know, my opinion, this is my opinion, (laughs) this all developed not just from a complete and utter butchery of the human design system online, but with this fascination with manifestation, with this fascination with controlling our environment and deciding from the mind what we get to have or what we are owed by, (laughs) by the sky sugar daddy or by the universe or by God, right? And I often hear, and this came up a lot when I posted and had the podcast about how manifesting generators are not hybrids of, well, too bad. I want to believe blank. And again, that's fine. I'm not your authority. I am not here to drag you along. I'm not here to convince you. That's exhausting. So what I'm presenting to you is something to run through your body, not your mind, right? And really feel into if you believe in human design and follow the human design system, specific versus non-specific manifestation misses the mark so bad it undermines everything the system is about, which is passenger consciousness. And I'll leave you with one more quote from Ra on perspective. These vehicles are quite capable of operating on their own if you stop interfering with them. That's what strategy and authority does. The only thing that can interfere with your life is your mind, nothing else. It's the only thing that can interfere with your life. And the moment you take the mind out of the equation, the moment that you just allow your vehicle to make decisions, it gets its life. This thing's life. What I talk about of the life that you can have as yourself because that's what it is. And it's not the self of the passenger. It's the self of the vehicle. You can see it in design. It's there in the G-Center. It's a self. And I'm actually going to read one more thing before I let you guys go. Because I think this just like further underlines like the malarkey that's happening. Um, so this is Raw talking about perspective, which is the variable that people are telling you is specific versus non-specific manifestation. So Raw said, today we go to a very interesting place and the place that we go is the place where it seems to be the most familiar and actually known the least. And that is the mind and dealing with the nature of the mind. I have to begin by telling, sort of telling you a fairy tale. It's Sunday. It's a nice day to tell you a story. I'll tell you a fairy tale, a science fiction story, because I love science fiction. You have an alien species and you have an alien species that lacks one thing. They lack experience. They have all the potential for awareness, but they lack experience. So they travel through the universe looking for a place where they can find experience. They arrive at a planet. And when they get to the planet, there is a dominant species that's there on the planet. And they go inside these creatures. 
They go inside them because what they're all about is they're all about experiencing. They're looking for experiences. And they're looking for the experience of consciousness. They're looking for the experience of consciousness in form. So they embed themselves inside of these creatures in order to be able to experience that consciousness in form. That's what we are. We are the aliens. I'm not talking about what you see in front of you because what you see in front of you is the dominant species on the planet. That's us, the humans. But in fact, we're the aliens that are inside of the humans experiencing it. We are passenger consciousness. This is what we are. If I was writing a science fiction movie, I would tell you how screwed up this alien species became because they got so embedded in the experience of the dominant species that they forgot who they were and what they were all about. That's us. We are so lost in the machine. We think this machine is really us and it isn't. It's a ride we're here to experience. The crystals of consciousness that are at the bedrock of human design are made of something called dark matter. Now, dark matter is actually hilarious when you think about it because you can't see it and you can't touch it. And you can't smell it. and You can't feel it. There's no way that we can even grasp it. Think about the universe that we live in, what I call the biverse. Think about this thing. The thing of it as being absolutely incredibly massive, enormous, all those galaxies and superclusters and quasters. All of these things are atomic in nature. If you were going to put the entire biverse on a scale and weigh it, what you would discover is that only 4% of that weight is all that stuff that we think is so incredible. All those stars, all those galaxies, 96% is not atomic. It's not. It's rooted in dark matter, what they call dark energy. It has nothing to do with atomics, but atomics are special. You can see that every night they light up the sky. These things are hot, they're mutative, they're volatile, they're extraordinary in their potential to transform and evolve what we are as a passenger in this mechanism. I love the life. I think, I think it's extraordinary to be a passenger here. But I also see that the most of the 7 billion people on this planet, it is a horror to be in the body. It is a horror to live with the life. We've got a couple of billion people on this planet that barely have enough to eat on any given day. We have 40,000 babies that die every hour. We have a hell of a place that we live in. One of the things about privilege and that privilege and that here is a privilege has to be honored and it has to be honored with real dedication to what's possible with the privilege. We're not here to get lost in the meat, the carne, the incarnation. It's not about the meat. It isn't. It can look after itself. These vehicles are quite capable of operating on their own if you stop interfering with them. That's what strategy and authority does. The only thing that can interfere with your life is your mind, nothing else. It's the only thing that can interfere with your life. And the moment you take the mind out of the equation, the moment that you just allow your vehicle to make decisions, it gets its life, this thing's life. What I talk about of the life that you can have as yourself because of what that is. And it's not the self of the passenger, it's the self of the vehicle. You can see it in design. It's there in the G-Center, it's a self. The moment you can step back and be the passenger in the vehicles, the moment you get the experience. We're so concerned about ourselves, whether we can do this or that, be good at this or all that stuff. We don't understand that uniqueness has no measurement. That when you actually get to experience what it is to be you, you realize that nobody can be you better than you. Who else is going to be better than you? At, than you? You're you. 
And you get to see the perfection of that because it is perfection. We only get messed up when the mind jumps in and it starts measuring. Are we as good as this? Are we as good as that? Should we have done this? Couldn't we have done that? All the bullshit that people do to themselves all the time on the mental plane. It's a nice fairy tale. It's a wonderful thing to understand the nature of what it is to be passenger consciousness. But I'm in the business of being practical. I'm a fifth line personality. It's about you getting the opportunity to be able to come into contact with your passenger. Do without doing and everything gets done. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it. I think, you know, the specific versus non-specific manifestation has gone so viral. We have some work to do in unwinding that. And the reason I am so passionate about this and the reason why I take stands on polarizing topics is because it does matter. I see it every day and how it matters and how people live their design. I see it every day and how it matters and putting someone more in the not self or more in their true self, embedding someone more in the shadow or more in illumination. So this does matter and that's why I continually bring up these topics that can be controversial and can ruffle feathers. And if it did ruffle your feathers, I do just desire for you to allow yourself to contemplate what I brought you today And from leading within the body, from allowing your inner world to rise up and lead you, you can, you know, I have a very logical design. I love science. That's why I think I'm so drawn to human design. It's very a logical process. Raw is a fifth line. It's very practical. It makes my logical um, circuitry very happy and very heavy in logic circuitry. Does it make sense? Like, let's ask ourselves better fucking questions than just like, did she make a million dollars? Oh, she did. Okay, well, then it must be true because she made a million dollars or because she's so and so and really popular in a certain community. Right. So it doesn't mean they're bad people and I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not trying to drag anyone down. I'm just trying to illuminate the truth in regards to this. And then you can do what you wish with it. So if this did resonate with you, you can tag me, share this on Instagram. I am at, I am Ashley Brianna Eve. Like I said, I think this is something we really need to spread and get around so that people can really have this information that allows them to come back to passenger consciousness and their truth, their sacred truth. Another thing that's really powerful for me is emptying you out from all the bullshit so that you can be filled with your power and your sacred truth. So let's spread the word. Let's help others really truly live their design. And I love you guys. I hope I really truly hope you you not only enjoyed this episode, but see where my heart is with this episode because it's never to make anyone feel poorly about themselves because they've been teaching this. We don't know what we don't know. And now if you teach it, you know. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, the the journey that is becoming an expert in human design is understanding the mechanics, right? Because it's one thing, like today, we didn't even get into color. We didn't even get into tone. We didn't even get to the, the mechanics of the body graph that create a certain perspective or what that means. We didn't get into transference. So just notice, just be aware, just use your discernment, right? And I think if you're looking to coach human design or teach human design, go on that journey. There's no rush. There's no rush. Go on the journey. The Human Design Coaching Academy is nine months. And I often say it is beautiful to use it in conjunction with someone that's gone through the official schools. Why? The official schools doesn't actually teach you how to coach. Sure, it teaches you the mechanics and it teaches you how to read a foundation call. 
but it doesn't teach you how to be a powerful coach in human design. It doesn't actually teach you how to embody it yourself because you can learn. You can learn all this shit. Doesn't mean that your neural pathways are going to change. Doesn't mean your mind changes. Doesn't mean your reality changes. Doesn't mean you actually embody it, right? So I used to sit across, and I still do because I'm still learning, from people that have been studying for three, four years, maybe even longer at some point. Some people have been doing this for like 10, 20 years, and they're no closer to living their design. Like truly no closer. They know more information. They're no closer. And they're no closer to understanding how to coach someone in regards to human design. So the Human Design Coaching Academy was never meant to like, quote unquote, replace the official schools. It is an expansion of, and within that, you could not go there and take the Human Design Coaching Academy because I have created a human design library of the science of differentiation within it. So in 2022, how it's built is there's going to be a mastermind portion so that you can actually be immersed for nine months with other designs. I mean, it's one thing to read about a different design and actually a quite different animal to be immersed in a Voxer, immersed in a mastermind with other designs where you can learn from them, not just me, but like actually learn from the other designs, learn about their experience, maybe even ask questions if anyone's had a client with certain challenges, um, et cetera, right? So there's that. We have community coaching calls every month to go deep into the content and the primary health system will be added, which is the variables in 2022. Right now I'm adding to the modules on circuitry. So it is a journey. It is lifelong access. And this is really what the vision is for this is a a beautiful coaching certification where you get to be a powerful coach and create lasting change in your clients' lives using human design. Whether you want to be a human design coach or you just want to integrate it, into your current practice. I actually work with psychologists, psychiatrists, trauma healers, et cetera, within this certification who also opt to work with me one-on-one to understand the system at a different level so that they can understand their clients at a different level. So it's really powerful. We're changing the face of not human design because there's nothing to change about human design, but changing the face of the coaching industry and how we guide each person. So if you're interested, I will drop my website in the show notes and you can come hop over on Instagram, join the party over there. There's always a lot more content on my Instagram account at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. And like I said, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share, tag me so that we can spread the word. All right. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Enjoy your weekend. We have the most beautiful like snow globe level snow here in Ontario today. And I can't wait to go out and play in it. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.